This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back to AMI Audio Live. We are in the atrium of the Canadian War Museum. Myself and my co-host, Jesse Archambault, from AMI Tele. Jesse, things are really starting to heat up in here. I can they feel like care. the human body heat. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it'll be standing room only. Actually, it already is kind of standing room only, but it will soon be essentially a uh, sardine cannon here as the evening moves You're forward. You're lucky we got chairs here. <laughs> That's part of being the VIPs that we are. Now, AMI Audio Live, of course, uh, great presentation. This is the third leg of four-leg relay tonight, marking CNIB's 100th. But we're just doing a little bit of radio talk here, right? We're just doing a little bit of chatter, having a bit of fun. But there are some individuals who took this very much to heart and put heart and soul, hard work into celebrating the centennial. The Canadian Mint is releasing a coin that is marking CNIB's 100th, and it was designed by Megan Sims, who is here in Ottawa tonight to be part of the party and to tell folks more about her coin. So she's here to join us on the show now. Hello, Megan. Hi, Dave. So, Megan, you're an artist. Uh, you drove in from Kitchener. Yeah. And uh, how does it feel tonight to be unveiling this coin that you worked on, that you designed? Uh, I don't think it's really sunk in yet. It's just been such a great honor. I'm, I'm over the moon and honored. And you hear with your family, some friends. Mm-hmm. Everyone's very excited. Yeah. Everybody wanted to come. <laughs> so I um, essentially failed every component of art through the entire stages of all my schooling. So I'm curious, what went into designing the coin? How does that process work? And what did you want to include in those design elements to really make it stand out for the Blind Low Vision community? Uh, well, I really just wanted to honor um, the work that CNIB does um, in providing the services and essentially um, giving hope to people that live with blindness and and, uh, vision loss. Um, So I I thought, what's a a safe place for me in the world? And for me, that's a forest. So I wanted to put um, essentially a forest or trees um, on the coin um, to represent that that place of refuge where you can be safe and um, so that's there's seven jack pines on the coin um, jack pine because um, they are they are um, capable of growing in really 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 um, desolate um, environments like mm. in rocky shores or after a forest fire they'll actually um, flourish so they release their seeds and they'll flourish and so they grow and they live in the face of adversity so I thought what better way to represent um, the struggles that um, people uh, with blind that are blind or visually impaired live and what's in the middle there? I see, uh, so in the middle of the coin, there's the forest, and there's a, a colored aspect to it, I think? Yeah, um, so that's essentially um, an iris of, of an eye. So because it's 100 years, I wanted it to represent the element of time. So the eye kind of doubles as an iris of an eye, but also... 
represents, uh, like the sun setting, the moon rising, the sun setting, the moon rising. So cycle. Yeah, the cycle of time, and since it's since it's beginning, hundred years ago. And is it quite tactile as well? I know we have here on the table. We have one of the coins. Mm -hmm. And there, it's quite tactile. We can it's, feel the trees, and there's Braille as well. I don't read Braille, but I can tell there's Braille on it. Yeah, it's very, very tactile. Yeah. No, do you know For what the Braille is? I believe it's um, CNI. It's CNIB. It's CNIB. It's yeah. CNIB written right there mm -hmm. on it. It's it's only been a couple of, I mean, not even a couple of weeks since the coin's been released. Um, even on an evening like tonight when you get to come here and be at this big gala, this big event, how do people respond to actually touching the coin and feeling the coin? Uh, I think the feedback I've got so far is that it's emotional. So I'm glad that's coming across that, um, you know, it's representing strength. And um, I, I think it's coming across in an emotional way. <laughs> How did it feel to, to get to be chosen for this project? Uh, it's such a great honor. Um, I'm still, like I said, I, I don't think it's really sunk in yet. Um, I'm just so honored. <clears throat> Unbelievably honored, yeah. So, Megan, just our last question for you now that you've made the trip from Kitchener-Waterloo to the nation's capital. Uh, what are your big plans while you're in town beyond the gala tonight? I def <clears throat> Excuse me. I definitely want to go to the art gallery. Oh, beautiful, the uh, art gallery. And we're going to do a tour of Parliament, and then we're going to do a tour of the Mint as well. So... Oh, my gosh. You're covering all the big bases. Yeah. That's incredible. Hit them hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Megan, the uh, the coin is absolutely gorgeous. Thank it's you. such a cool... As soon as the, the Mint sort of reached out to me and told me what they were doing, I was like, that is such a cool idea. So we can't thank you enough for stopping by the table today to tell us more about it. Thanks and uh, we hope it gets received really well because it really is a gorgeous, beautiful coin. Thank you. Megan Sims, she's designed a special coin to be part of the CNIB 100th anniversary, the centennial celebration. It's uh, been released by the Canadian Mint. I believe it's already available. I don't know for sure, though, because I don't do my research. I'm a terrible journalist. I keep telling you guys those rumors about fake news. They're totally true. But, Megan, again, we thank you for coming by. Jesse, you were, you were touching the coin there quite a bit. What, what were your impressions of it as you were... Uh... I really... Uh, I like that you can feel the forest through your fingertips. Oh. You can actually feel the forest. She was describing it. I was touching it. I was like, ah, oh, I can actually tell all the seven trees there. And the iris right in the middle. It was much softer than the trees. Uh, and then the braille, obviously. You can you can't be a part of it. I love it. I love it. So, Jesse, we're going once again. We're transitioning from the artistic to the power brokers. They yeah. keep putting these power brokers in front of us. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Uh, Ron... Kruzaniski is the chair of CNIB's national board, and he joins us now at the table. Hello, Ron. Thank you so much for being a part of the, uh, the, the program. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> so you had a really cool experience earlier today. You got brought into Parliament. Is that correct? Yes. We attended into Parliament, and statements are read by the three respective parties. And uh, so recognition there is really appreciated and glad that the three different parties took part in, in the recognition. And now, of course, you get a chance to be whisked here to the big gala. So it's become one of those big days. How does it feel uh, when you get a chance to see so many members of the Blind Low Vision community here, volunteers, employees, dignitaries? How does it feel when an event like this comes together? Well, I, I'm not sure I've got there. I'm constantly thinking about my, my speech and what I have to say. But I've been excited all along as the planning for this event uh, today 
and it's only one of 52 events happening across the country, I, I just get really excited. I'm, I'm kind of nervous that I might get teary-eyed when I get up to speak. <laughs> so 100 years. Uh, what, what is one memorable moment for you that you remember from CNIB over the last few years? In, in the last few years yeah. or from the beginning? Well, if there's, probably you weren't there at the beginning, but... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there at the beginning, <laughs> but I, what I remember is when I was about 10 years old, meeting uh, a man by the name of Neil Hamilton, who was a war-blinded veteran who came to my parents' farm and sort of talked about the CNIB. And the second thing I remember is, is going into the the closest CNIB office and taking typing lessons from a Lucille Selinger. And that's about 60 years ago. And that's what's happened to me this week. Flashback memories to, uh, to my involvement with CNIB and realizing it doesn't go back 100, but it does go back 60. <laughs> 60 counts as the majority. You definitely count as, as one of those individuals who can reflect on a lot of those experiences. Ron, in your role as, as the national board chair, I, I know that you're not totally responsible for this next question, but I asked John Rafferty this earlier today. As we take this moment today and we celebrate 100 years and we look back, what would you like to think about and see 100 years from now. Obviously, I won't be at the table. I don't take care of myself that well. Uh, Jessie might be. She takes care of herself. But what do, where would you like to see the organization be in 100 years? You know, it's really hard to talk about 100 years. But I hope within the next four years or the next 10 years that we can set a direction that the, the CNIB uh, provides those services that others don't, that government provides those services that government should, and that CNIB can be on the cutting edge of doing things, whether it's in the area of increasing uh, employment for blind and visually impaired people, making great use of the technology that's out there, and just ending up with a much more inclusive society. So we're kind of, with John Rafferty's help, we're starting that process now, and in four to ten years, I hope, you know, if you're interviewing me then, that you'd see real progress. And then I hope it keeps going. Well, there's a good chance four to six years, I'll definitely still be here. I'm going to say I there's an outside chance. <laughs> uh, Jesse, I've got one more for Ron, but before, before I ask that, do you want to jump in? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, Ron, I, I, I want to ask a question about, about representation because you mentioned that you're a client of the CNIB beyond being a member of the board. What's the importance of having representation in places like the executive and in places like the board for the CNIB? Well, representation, I think, is extremely important, and we keep to continue to work and talk about it and, you know, talk about, you know, whether the board is made up of a majority of blind and visually impaired people. And right now, it, it almost is, depending on people coming or leaving, it, it, it may vary by one person. Um, Having blind and visually impaired people on the staff is really relevant, and it's particularly relevant when CNIB goes out and helps and advocates and wants people to, in effect, uh, hire either other blind and visually impaired people in, in Connect Canada's workforce. Well, sorry, Jessica. So please. encourage everyone to, to find employment Absolutely. within the community. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
and then you've got to walk the talk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Ron, we thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. And as you mentioned, you're a little bit nervous about the speech. If this is any example of how good you're going to be on stage, I think uh, the audience will be in for a treat tonight. Let's, let, well, let's hope they're in, in for something interesting. <laughs> Ron, thank you again, and have a great night. And thank listen, you. enjoy the party. Thank you. <laughs> it's something we keep forgetting to tell people, Jesse. Like, yeah, we're always like, hey, thanks, thanks, for com- thanks for coming to the table. But we keep telling them, it's a party. It it's is a, party. a party. It's a celebration. We need to, be, we need to be enjoying ourselves. We're too uptight. I'm wearing a suit for the one time a year when it's not a wedding that I'm wearing a suit. You know, I forget that it's not a formal occasion. It's fun times. It's fun times. Ron Krasinski is the national chair uh, of the CNIB's, excuse me, the chair of the CNIB's national board. Oh, gosh, Jesse, we're getting really close to the first part of the onstage presentation of the event. Are you excited? a couple minutes. We're just a few minutes away. But before we get to that presentation, we have to make sure we do a little bit of of business, get to our last break, so we're not uh, doing commercials in the the middle of the presentation, because that would be a bad form, I think, on our parts. Yeah, it would be. I think it's one thing that we're crashing the party. It'd be something different if we uh, started... We'd be ruining it for our listeners. <laughs> we started ruining We're waiting it. for this moment. <laughs> we have listeners tuning in from all across the country who, who want to hear this, right? Because not everybody can be in Ottawa or Regina tonight for the AMI Audio Live special broadcasts. But we're so happy that you joined us wherever you may be in listener land. As mentioned, on the other side of the break, you're only going to hear a little bit of myself and Jesse Archambault, my co-host from AMI Tele, because we will be going on stage for a very special on-stage presentation for the CNIB Centennial Celebration. This is AMI-audio live. We are celebrating CNIB's 100. You are listening at home or on the road or in the car or on the bus. Hope you're enjoying the show, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.
The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.